from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Covering every angle of Sunday's slate of football, this is the Pro Football Blitz on v the sports betting network. Welcome back to the Pro Football Blitz, hour number two. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard with you live from the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. And for hour number one, we brought up a couple of games, the Pittsburgh game against the Atlanta Falcons and then also the Detroit Lions and the Jacksonville Jaguars. And what we discussed in those games I think can be our pro tip for hour number one, that don't be afraid to tease either side of a game when it's basically a pick em or if you can catch a point or a point and a half with either team, that line has been going back and forth all week long. The odds makers think it's going to be a close game. Uh, so if you can extend either side of a teaser to plus seven or seven or better, um, I, I think you've got a good bet made. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I think, um, uh, you, you know, what you just said, the odds makers are believing that uh, it, it's going to be that type of game anyway. Um you know, for me, I, you know, I always start with those opening team totals and mm-hmm. uh, because a lot of the data and stuff is baked into that, I would think, from oddsmakers, right? Sure, and, sure. Uh, uh, and then extrapolate after that. But, uh, yeah, I think that's actually one of the better pro tips I've heard, uh, Brady, in a while in terms of having an opportunity because you're, so you're seldom going to get that type of opportunity. Right, and we've uh, got two or three of them right, here in one week. Right, right. Kind of interesting. Uh, so that's your pro tip. Of course, you get one every hour across all VEASAN shows. Go to VEASAN.com slash tips to take a look at all of them. You can sort them by sport and by show. And we get back into the rotation here. Week 13 in the NFL, the Packers at the Bears, the most storied rivalry in the NFL. And there was really speculation all over the place about this game. Who would we get at quarterback? But in the end, it looks like we will get the top billing of Aaron Rodgers and Justin Fields. Now, Green Bay comes in off of a loss to the Eagles, a game in which they surrendered 363 yards rushing. The Bears come in off of a loss to the Jets. And by the way, they are the owners of the top rushing offense in football. They are 27th, however, in defending the run. Could be a lot of action on the ground this uh, Sunday, Mike, between the Packers and the Bears. Lousy rushing defenses and good rushing offenses. Packers Favored on the road, and it's ticked up a little here in the last few hours, laying four points now with a total of 44.5. Okay, question time, Brady Cannon. Uh, if you are the Chicago Bears and you have a bye week next week after this game, why are you playing Justin Fields? Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> why are Trevor you Simeon, this guy? of course, uh, going to have surgery on that mm-hmm. oblique. I mean, that's a crazy injury. Uh, did that in pregame warm ups. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, ended up playing the game and now is going to have to have surgery on that. What, right. And you've got Nathan Peterman, uh, maybe and, because it's the Packers. And the guy who they got from the Lions. Is it Boyle or? Yeah. Some guy. Yeah. Um, but maybe because it's the Packers. Maybe and, that's how and, seriously they take this game. And I think you're right. Yeah. I think Chicago wants this game. Any other team they might sit in. Yeah, it won three games all year. I mean, why are you, he's got a separated shoulder. Why are you going to risk that? You know they're going to run the football with him, mm-hmm. and he's going to run, and uh, he's not that type of quarterback to throw it uh, and win a game that way yet. Defensively, Chicago is depleted by personnel. Uh, Eddie Jackson is on IR uh, after Quinn and uh, Roquan Smith. And, I mean, I, the Bears, they have a bye week. I'm like, why are they playing Justin Fields? Give him an extra week. Yeah. You know, and but uh, here you go. So, in the case of me that Chicago really wants this game, uh, I don't know if that's enough to back them on, though, <laughs> because we are seeing Aaron Rodgers starting to emerge with Christian Watson, uh, and, and we know what this offense can do with the multiple backs out of the backfield uh, and what Aaron Rodgers can do throwing the football. So uh, Aaron Rodgers feels good about playing against the Bears. We know that, 23-5 and five, uh, and 28 regular season games. Uh, he says that he owns the Bears. I mean, everybody mm-hmm. knows all those storylines, right? But uh, I, I think Chicago, very productive on the ground, uh, averaging almost 200 yards uh, rushing, uh, a large part because of fields. And so you're going to bring that dynamic back, uh, which puts pressure on the Green Bay Packers defense. Uh, I have this underneath um, uh, an interesting score. Uh, Brady, when you look at uh, the spread here, uh, I know it's calmed down, uh, but that total is interesting to me in play uh, in this football game as well. Well, the uh, Green Bay Packers, or the Chicago Bears, rather, over their past five games, they have allowed opponents to score a touchdown on nearly 40% of their drives. That is the highest rate in the league. Uh, Over that same period, opponents have scored a touchdown on 34% of their drives against the Packers. That's the second highest rate in the league. And during that same five-game span, Chicago is allowing over three points per drive. That is dead last in the league. The Packers allowing over two and a half points per drive. That is second to last in the league. So, again, probably a lot of points on the board with two lousy defenses, Mm -hmm. certainly what they've done over their past five games. Uh, My numbers come to Packers minus six, Packers minus two and a half, and Bears minus two and a half. I think I could only take the points here, Mike. Mm. And it's interesting in the local contest, the Westgate Super Contest and the Circa Million, uh, the line on this game, I believe, is Bears plus four and a half. And now the actual line is Bears plus four. And for a lot of the week, it was down to three and a half when there was speculation that Fields uh, might not, or when there was speculation that Fields might not go, right. it was four and a half or five. And then it came crashing down. Now it's starting to go back up again. But uh, I think if I could get four and a half or better, I like the Bears' side. I mean, the Packers' defense, they can't stop anybody. Well, I mean, I'm refreshing, refreshing, refreshing right now <laughs> because I want to make sure. I mean, I'm seeing the three and a half that we're showing at uh, South Point. Uh, then I'm seeing fours, and then I'm seeing a five. Wow. Are you seeing a five? Let me two uh, two sets of eyes on this. Uh, I do see a five okay. at our friends at Circuit. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> so, so some Packer love coming in late um, here. Mm, interesting. I could only go with the underdog here. Okay. It's two bad teams. One's in the role of a road favorite. Don't want to lay points there. Neither team can play defense. Uh, the Packers' offensive line, David Bakhtiari, is not going to play in this game. Um, I'm going to pass, but if you forced me to make a play, I would probably take the underdog here, the Chicago Bears. Uh, let's move on to the Seahawks at the Rams. Kind of an ugly game here, too. The Los Angeles Rams absolutely depleted of players. Matthew Stafford, Aaron Donald, and Cooper Cup are all out for Los Angeles. John Wolford will get the start at quarterback. The Rams are 3-8 and eight on the season. It seems like forever since they've won a football game. Seattle, they were walked off in overtime last week by Josh Jacobs and the Las Vegas Raiders. They are currently at 6-5 and five and a half game out of the NFC Wild card race. They did beat the Chargers not too long ago in this same building. They will try and pull off the L.A. sweep today, Mike. They're laying seven points as road favorites with a total of 41. Yeah, opportunity to tease the Seattle Seahawks down. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. Absolutely looking at that situation right there. I like it, to be honest with you. Um, The Hawks are trying to avoid that late season collapse I I talked about earlier. Um, They've lost two straight. Uh, Great efforts, but the inability to make late or make plays late in games or, or during critical portions of football games offensively and defensively, uh, that's the signs of uh, beginning of regression, I think. Um, and I always try to look at games forward thinking that way and 
uh, you know, obviously the, the Hawks can still fix it. They can still be able to make plays, but uh, you wonder why are they not making plays in critical moments uh, late in games? Uh, they have overachieved, um, but I do like them uh, this year in this game against the Rams. I mean, the Rams, they're nowhere near the team that they were. Uh, even I think earlier, they had like start 20 guys listed as questionable. Uh, yeah, even to start this year, and they have nowhere else to go. I mean, you saw McVeigh trying to experiment with different things offensively, and like that's not gonna work. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's trying to find something, but he can't. I mean, you can't find anything on two days of preparation on a week uh, as you get ready for a football game. You can't do that. Um, so uh, they they're running out of options. The only chance that they have is if they're improving. Uh, but without key players, I don't know how that's going to happen against the Seahawks. Yeah, running out of options and running out of players. Here's one for you, Mike, that I found very interesting. This will tell you something about the Rams' season. They have a point spread differential. Okay, not not just a, a point differential, a turnover differential, but against the point spread, minus 81.5 points on the season mm-hmm. versus <laughs> the point spread in their games. That is the worst <laughs> differential in the league, 81.5 yeah. points away from the spread. Mm. Crazy. Nearly 42% of the Rams' drives have ended without a first down or a touchdown. That's the highest rate in the league, not a rate you want to have. 42% of the Seattle drives have reached the red zone or scored prior. They trail only the Chiefs and the Bills in that category. The Seahawks, this one's interesting, they have scored the most touchdowns from outside the red zone on offense at 14, yet on defense, they have allowed the most touchdowns from outside the red zone at 11. Seattle quarterback Geno Smith, he is on a 5-0 and straight up and against the spread run when coming off of back-to-back losses. Also a triple revenge situation here, Mike, for the Seattle Seahawks. They were bounced from the playoffs by the Rams in 2020, and then they were swept by the Rams in the regular season in 2021. So they have lost three straight to the Los Angeles Rams. They've got an opportunity here today. Uh, could be some payback against, like we talked about, a completely depleted oh. Rams squad. And I did use the Seahawks in a teaser, took them down from minus seven to minus one. Yeah, Bobby Wagner is going to go up against his former team. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, are you thinking about what was going through his mind when he went to the Rams at the beginning of the year? Oh, the Super Bowl, defending champions, all this, and I get to play my former team twice a year. But And it looked like on paper that they were loaded sure. once again. Yeah. It's not going to work out well for Bobby Wagner, though. Um, no, the Rams, to your point about offensively and how bad it's been, averaging just about 14.8 points per game in their last five games. Uh, and McVay is uh, approaching a first losing season uh, as a Rams head coach. Uh, all these first in, a, in the opposite or in the wrong way mm-hmm. for the Rams. Remember the five-game losing streak and all this, first for McVay? And right. So all these firsts are starting to happen in the wrong way, wrong direction for the Rams. And I think they continue. And Matthews, yeah, I, I find it hard to believe that they can win this game. And I think Seattle should bounce back, mm-hmm. too, after two straight losses. I think they're the better team here. Um, you know, there was some Rams love earlier in the week. We saw these, the line really bounce around. Seattle opened up as about a five-and-a-half-point favorite, and then it was announced pretty much simultaneously that Matthew Stafford and Aaron Darnold weren't going to play, and we saw the line shoot up all the way to eight. Mm -hmm. And some people did come in and take the Rams, and now we're back down to seven. Yeah, it's a divisional game. I mean, you Mm got to be careful for with widespreads, in my opinion, uh, of divisional matchups. There's a point when uh, you just have to take the points, and apparently that number was eight for a lot of wise guys out here in Las Vegas. We come back and get to one of the better games of the day taking place in Santa Clara, the 49ers hosting the Miami Dolphins. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is the Pro Football Blitz on v the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of the Pro Football Blitz is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Look, most nicotine products are either too complicated to use or don't provide the satisfaction you're looking for, but Zen Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. It's made with six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco leaf free. Plus, it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. Buy Zen online and find a store near you at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com today. The Dolphins at the 49ers. This should be a very good game. The longtime duo of Kyle Shanahan and Mike McDaniel are reunited, but this time, of course, on opposite sides of the field. Running backs Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostert are back to face their former team. A lot of storylines going on here between two very good clubs. And San Francisco, they are 7-4. and four. They've won four straight and holding opponents scoreless in the second half of each of those four wins. Miami, they have five wins in a row. This will be the first of three straight road games for the Dolphins, Mike. They begin the journey in Santa Clara as underdogs. Niners now up to four and a half point favorites with a total of 46. I'll tell you so much how the NFL is such a copycat league. We had a Super Bowl earlier this year with two teams that were mirror images of each other, mm-hmm. the Rams and the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Um, these two teams are kind of mirror images of each other. <laughs> Very similar. <laughs> Except defensively, the 49ers have separated themselves that way. But offensively, mirror images of each other. I mean, it's, it's fascinating to break down this game, Brady. Um, the offense for the Dolphins, it, a lot can be said, 25 points per game. Um, Tua uh, is 14-2 and two in his past 16 starts as a quarterback. Amazing. Uh, he's on rhythm. His passer rating is through the roof. He's on rhythm on time. He's been a phenomenal player, hard to gauge, too. Uh, in the last three games, the Dolphins lead the NFL in most points scored in the first 30 minutes of the first half, averaging 22 points per game. Uh, and the 49ers, they get off to some slow starts sometimes, too, right? Um this, this game gets so interesting to me. I know the two tackle situations are out, I believe. Both the t- offense tackles are going to be out uh, for the Dolphins. That can get dicey. Yeah, Armstead and I uh, can't remember the other guy's name. Is it Austin? Austin Jackson, I yeah, want to say, yeah. uh, um, and Teron Armstead. Yep, yep. So that's significant <laughs> uh, against that defense. Uh, and then maybe some weather. Maybe it's going to be a little rainy up there, too. You never know about the Bay Area uh, at this time of year. But uh, the Dolphins traveling across country, uh, you've got to factor that in. 
uh, to, uh, but it's a great matchup. The Dolphins, to me, have been more scheme-oriented. Uh, and and in other words, they haven't really uh, exploited matchups yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I wonder if they're going to have to do that in this game or if they can even do that uh, in this game. Um, we, we do know San Francisco will run the football, but then also exploit matchups at times. I mean, they, but they are scheme-oriented too, though. I mean, Kyle uh, and, and McDaniel, they are, they are, are in lockstep. Two peas in a pot. <laughs> right. Uh, even from a staff standpoint, the Dolphins, they're, they're San Francisco East. They yeah. really are. And uh, so this one's like a divisional game to me. I, I would take the points. I, I like the points in the game. Uh, but the two tackle situations, uh, I, I am pumping the brakes a little bit on that. I do like the Dolphins, though, and the points, uh, the four points in the game. This I found very interesting, and you talk about two peas in a pod, McDaniel mm. and Shanahan, and we know how big the yak is, the right. yards after the catch. 38% of Miami's passing yardage has come after the catch. That is the lowest rate in the league. Uh, for Jay, uh, Waddle and uh, Tyreek Hill, you'd think they would have a, a better number than that, but the lowest rate in the league for yak for the Miami Dolphins, 59% of the San Francisco passing yardage has come after the catch. That is fourth in the league. Uh, over 55% of the Dolphins' completions have gained 10 or more yards. That is the highest rate in the league. Nearly 51% of the 49ers' completions have gained 10 or more yards. That ranks third in the league. San Francisco on defense is allowing 1.37 points per drive, the fewest in the league. Miami is allowing 2.06 points per drive. That ranks 20th in the league. The Miami offense is averaging a league-high 6.7 yards per play on first down. Conversely, the Niners' defense is allowing a league-low 3.8 yards per play on first down. Now, this is big in my mind, Mike. Defensive tackle Eric Armstead confirmed on Thursday that he will be back for San Francisco. And you've got Armstead, uh, Samson Ekubom, and Charles uh, Omeniu all back along the interior of that defensive line for San Francisco. And I think what that does, especially Armstead, is it really frees up Nick Bosa to rush the passer. And Mm -hmm. then now you throw in the fact that Miami's missing a couple of offensive linemen. Uh, This could be a huge deal for that Niner front four. Uh, They rank, by the way, the Niners on offense, rank number one in DVOA for passes of less than 50 15 yards downfield. We know Jimmy G likes to dump it, you know, in that uh, short area, less than 15 yards down the field. The Miami defense ranks 29th in DVOA in defending passes of that length. Uh, My three sets of numbers came to Niners minus 5, 49ers minus 5, and 49ers minus 11. I already bet them at minus 3 really early in the week, and I don't mind it up to 4. It's now gone up to 4.5, and and maybe it's on the way up higher than that. But I think last week, that hiccup they had on offense over the New Orleans Saints, I think it was very understandable after the week they had with all the travel. I think they get back on track here Yeah, they have Christian McCaffrey uh, and then rookie running backs behind them, I believe, Mm -hmm. right? Um, which, you know, Jimmy G to, uh, I think Jimmy G from a throwing in a ball standpoint is a bit challenged. Uh, it's like if these two teams, as McDaniel was a former run corner, run game coordinator for the 49ers, if he can run the football, that slows up the pass rush a little bit situation. Uh, and then maybe you can find some yak, uh, <laughs> to those guys because you're going to have the man to man situations. Right. And, uh, Miami and that speed, whether it's slowed down or not with the weather, uh, with one-on-one situations, you kind of favor that too for the Dolphins. But uh, yeah, I, I think the Dolphins—they—they they absolutely have to establish a running game in this game, though. So you and I on opposite sides of that one. You like the points, I like the favorite. Um, let's look at the Chargers coming to town right here at Allegiant Stadium to take on the Las Vegas Raiders. This is a rematch from the opening Sunday in NFL 2022. Los Angeles won that game at home, 24 to 19. Now Las Vegas will get their opportunity here at home. They have won two in a row. Have the Raiders both in walk-off fashion and overtime to get to four and seven on the season. The Chargers they won in equally dramatic fashion last week, scoring a touchdown and going for two to win it over Arizona in the final seconds. That puts the Chargers at 6-5 and five on the year. They are trying to get a playoff spot while the Las Vegas Raiders are trying to go on a run. And this is another game, the third game we have seen of the week where we have seen the number flip and flip pretty big oh. in this one. The Los Angeles Chargers opened up as two-point favorites. Now the Raiders are two-and-a-half-point favorites, so a four-and-a-half-point swing on this one. Las Vegas now in the role of the favorite. 49-and-a-half is your total, Mike. Yeah, um, I'm curious to see what the fans are going to be like in this game because you, you have a, a lot of 
people from California uh, attending Vegas oh, yeah. uh, this weekend for a lot of events, right? And, um, you know, the Raiders, from a home field standpoint, Allegiant Stadium just hasn't settled in to be their building that way. No, I think we get so many travelers here to mm-hmm. town. You probably have on a regular basis about 60% Raider fans. Yeah. And the other teams probably got a pretty solid, you know, 35, 40, sometimes even half and half. Sure, sure. Um, I know Justin Herbert has played well his entire career against the Raiders. Uh, 13 touchdown passes, just one interception in five career games against the Raiders. Uh, to me, as a player, when you can see that opponent and you're highly confident that way, that that helps you uh, as a player. So there's Justin Herbert for you. you know what we did, what he did last year uh, in this game. Uh, but I want to go back to that first game because the Chargers won that game primarily the, because the Raiders couldn't make plays. Mm-hmm. You know, Dar- uh, Darren Waller was off. He was dropping passes. Derek Carr was overthrowing or underthrowing players. Uh, they were just out of sync. But now it seems like offensively, the Raiders are in sync and, and on rhythm. And, they're starting to find it. And they're starting to find it, starting to trust each other, too, starting to trust McDaniels as a play caller uh, and starting to trust each other uh, as players on the field, too. So the execution has improved for the Raiders. And if you look at a familiar opponent, I think the Raiders are going to come into this game uh, highly confident. Six of the last seven meetings between these two teams have been decided by seven or fewer points. Yep, I, I believe you. Uh, we talked about uh, the high-scoring affairs at uh, Detroit's Ford Field. Well, games at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas are averaging 52.5 points per game. That is the second most in the league behind only games in Detroit. The Raiders' offense is third in the NFL in percentage of drives in which they score. The Chargers' offense is 11th. The Chargers' defense is 28th in the league for the percentage of drives in which they allow a score. The Raiders are 27th in the league. Nearly 41% of the drives against the Chargers have reached the red zone or scored prior. That is the third highest rate in the league and only ahead of the Falcons and the Lions. The Raiders are 6-1 and one straight up and 5-2 and two against the spread in division games when they are coming off of two straight outright wins as underdogs. They are 11-4 and four against the number in their last 15 division home games. I was able to tease the Raiders up here to plus 8, Mike, <laughs> earlier in the week when they were catching two points, and uh, obviously that number is long gone. My numbers come to Chargers minus 2.5, Pick'em, and Chargers minus 4. I really think Pick'em is about the right line in this game. So I'm on the Raiders uh, at a very good number, plus eight on a teaser. Um, if it happens to come back down, I wouldn't mind the Raiders plus seven, but right now the Raiders in the role of the favorite. Yeah, I mean, taking the two now, laying it, I mean, you're chasing. Right? At this I mean, point, you might want to tease the Chargers. <laughs> right. You know, you talked about it being yeah, close games between exactly. these two, right? I yeah. think we probably get another one. Another very good game coming up. We take a look at the Chiefs and the Bengals next. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. Calling all soccer fans to lace up your cleats with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. With the World Cup in full swing, now's the perfect time to check out Bet Rivers. Log into Bet Rivers every single match day and get a free $10 bet when you place a wager of at least $25. Bet Rivers has all the latest odds, lines, and boosts to create the perfect match day experience. Head to betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today to get in on all the action. It's a whole new game. Well, the next game on the calendar, or the card rather, is the Kansas City Chiefs visiting the Cincinnati Bengals, two playoff avenging opponents in a row for Cincinnati. They beat the Raiders, the Titans, and the Chiefs to advance to the Super Bowl last year, and they beat Tennessee again last week in Nashville. They return home today to face off with Kansas City, the team they knocked off in the AFC Championship game last season. Now, the Chiefs, they were fairly lackluster last week, but they did win and cover against the Rams 26-10. They are at 9-2. The Bengals check in at 7-4, tied atop the AFC North with the Baltimore Ravens. Kansas City, a road favorite here, Mike. They're laying two at Cincinnati. 53 is your total. Yeah, it's incredible uh, to think about this game. You know, uh, I think... Aren't the Chiefs undefeated in December, the month of December? November and December, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's incredible. Like, I want to say 27-0 and 0 or something okay. like that. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's incredible. Andy Reid, the job uh, that they have done. Um, currently, like you mentioned, five-game winning streak. Cincinnati um, is playing well offensively. They're averaging almost 30 points a game without Jamar Chase. Yeah. Uh, the last six games, winning five or six. Uh, Joe Burrow is 2-0. and 0. 
against the Chiefs. Yeah. So the whole point of this is that when you are the Bengals and you're this young and pressurable team, uh, you're not afraid of the Chiefs. You know, everything coming out of Cincinnati is like, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens on the game, you know, and during the game. Uh, I, I think the Bengals are highly, highly confident about this matchup. The team that had to change themselves were the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. They reinvented themselves because of the Bengals and because of what the Bengals did to them uh, in that playoff game. So uh, it's like the Chiefs are going on a road to face a team that they feel like gives them problems, in other yeah. words, right? Uh, but along the way, they have discovered a new way of playing football, a very efficient way of playing football. Um, Patrick Mahomes is on the verge of winning an MVP. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. As, thank you very much. I heard much. somebody the other day say quietly, it looks like oh. he's going to. I don't think it's very quiet. I don't think it's quiet. I mean, <laughs> it's pretty loud. He's an elite player. We know that. And I think he's, he's on an MVP collision course, to be honest with you right now. And I mean, there's other candidates, obviously, but. Um, Thank you very much, Cincinnati, for helping the Chiefs understand that they needed to reinvent themselves. Now, where the shortcomings are still at for the Chiefs, I think, is Patrick and his, his lack of patience. Okay. So yeah. during the week on VEASAN, uh, in particular, I was on Follow the Money, and I mentioned that if Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy gives Patrick control at the line of scrimmage to kind of change plays or have check-with-me packages, uh, call two plays even in the huddle, I think the Chiefs win this game. Um because of what the Bengals do defensively, with all the disguises and all the looks and different concepts, they have as much communication in that secondary as any other team out there to be on the right page, and they are on the right page a lot of times. Uh, and that's difficult for an offense. Mm-hmm. You're not dictating. We know the Chiefs to be able to dictate, and, and I think the matriculating the ball and, and certainly adding in some running games, but Patrick Mahomes having control or opportunities at the line of scrimmage to get out of plays or get out of things that – have been diagnosed by the Bengals' defense, I think they can counter that. So we'll see if that happens. Typically, Andy Reid doesn't do that. Eric Benjamin doesn't do that. They call the plays, and uh, and then the Chiefs, a lot of things are built in. Um, but if Patrick has more control, I think that'll make him more patient as a quarterback, too. Uh, I like the Chiefs in the game, believe it or not, even though I'm a, a big believer of the Bengals, though. Very interesting. Uh, the Chiefs, by the way, have led by double digits for over 25% of their offensive snaps. That is the highest rate in the league, and they're averaging a league-high 9.1 yards per play on third down. Kansas City allowing a league-low 3.7 yards per play on defense on third down. Less than 42% of the scoring plays allowed by the Bengals' defense have been touchdowns. That is the second rate in the league, only behind the Denver defense. Uh, going, This is kind of interesting here, Mike. Going back to 2004 when Andy Reid was the Eagles head coach, since then he has had 10 regular season games that he has coached in in which his team was seeking playoff revenge, which, of course, they are doing here again today. He mm-hmm. has gone 7-3 and three against the spread in those games and scored an average of 32 points in each of those games. Patrick Mahomes, 5-0 and straight up and 4-0-1 against the spread in games in November and December when he's not favored by more than three points. He's also 6-1 and straight up, 7-0 and against the number in games when he is seeking revenge. Uh, my numbers come out pretty tight here, Mike. Chiefs minus one, Chiefs minus two and a half, and pick them. Uh, I'm with you. I like Kansas City to win the game, but I did uh, tease the Bengals yeah. up to plus eight and a half. And, you know, I think you're walking a fine line there, trying to middle it in mm-hmm. a sense. But uh, I think this game will likely go over the total as well. I think it's going to go back and forth and probably decided by a field goal. Yeah, the total. I looked at the total too, because I, I think if, if we do get that type of opportunity for Mahomes, uh, this could be a shootout. Uh, I, you know, Joe Burrow. Played very well against the Chiefs. Six touchdown passes, just one an INT. Uh, and you think about the Bengals, 12-2 and two over the past two seasons when Burrow does not throw an interception. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it, this this is shaping up to be a shootout. We'll see if it plays out that way. But I, I want to see Mahomes um, have opportunity at the line of scrimmage, though. All right, let's move on to Sunday night football. The Colts at the Cowboys, oh. Indianapolis, 4-7-1 and one on the season. They are three games back of Tennessee in the AFC South, and they're 1-2 and two since the arrival of Jeff Saturday. Uh, the Cowboys have won two straight and four out of their last five games. They're at 8-3 and three on the season. They come in with extra rest, having played on Thanksgiving. 
while the Colts arrive on a short week, playing the Monday Nighter last week. So Sunday night football in Big D, Mr. Pritchard, the home team laying a big number. Cowboys minus 10.5 with a total of 44.5. Yeah, don't lay double digits. Uh, man, <laughs> I tell you what, uh, you know, the, the Colts are so bad. <laughs> they didn't look too good on Monday night, did they? Yeah, no. I mean, and I don't know where they're going to go or what they're going to evolve to, right? Um, you know, throwing up a ball to Pittman was their biggest play or their best play, and that mm-hmm. was a prayer um, in that football game last week against the Steelers. But then you go back to Saturday. Does he even know how to prep this team on a short week? I don't know if he really does. How many coaches did he call, by the way, to, hey, what did you do? Yeah. You know, that's what's going on. Believe it or not, that's that's like the lack of credibility thing with Saturday. And, and good. He's a phenomenal, legendary player. I'm not going to discredit him that way. But it's the lack of credibility. And, and a lot of coaches have lack of credibility. Um, but it's like during the week of practice, you know, or leading up to the week of practice, he's on the phone. Hey, coach, what did you do to get ready on a short week? I need it because you don't have an experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so – uh, it's hard to, to even take the points with the Colts, uh, even though it is 10.5, but um, I, I can't lay it. I, I just stayed away from this game. The Cowboys are only allowing 2.3 sacks plus turnovers per game on offense. That is the fewest in the league. The Colts, however, are allowing 5.3 sacks plus turnovers per game on offense. That is the most in the league, and they're going to face this Dallas pass rush. Uh, Cowboys are first in the NFL at three points per drive since Dak Prescott returned in Week 7. The Colts' offense is second to last in just uh, 1.41 points per drive on the season. Dallas has converted over 57% of their uh, third down since Prescott returned. That is the highest rate in the league. Cowboys are just 11-19 and 19 against the number in games immediately following their annual Thanksgiving Day game, including 0-5 against the spread as a favorite of more than seven points. Uh, my numbers were a little bit all over the place in this one, Mike. I came up with Cowboys minus 16, Cowboys minus 10.5, and, and Cowboys minus 5. And I actually do like the Colts here with all those points. Um, I think the point spread in this game is a lot about what we saw on Monday night. Okay. Uh, where the and what we saw on Thanksgiving as well. The Dallas Cowboys took care of business over the New York Giants, and then we saw uh, Jeff Saturday and the Colts really just look awful on Monday night. And this game opened at eleven and a half, and uh, yeah. the wise guys took it, and I, I was able to get eleven and a half as well. I, I just think that's too many. And I do believe you, you made a great point about how is Saturday going to prepare on a short week. I don't know. <laughs> but I think this team will be better than what they showed us on Monday Night Football. Well, you hope so. I mean, I, I, I guess that's the question. Do you think the Colts can get better? Or are they, what's, what's more probable for the Colts to get better or for them to continue down this path? Because they've committed 21 turnovers tied with the Saints for the most in the National Football League. Right. It's like it's but getting I believe worse. Matt, Matt Ryan has not. I mean, he's cleaned that up since his return. Yeah, he's taken sacks. Um, sacks uh, is a big deal. Right. He's, he's got no mobility. No mobility against that defense that I believe 43 sacks, which leads the National Football League. Yeah, they are number one. <laughs> but they do not defend the run yeah. very well. Yeah. Uh, so I think, and the Colts play pretty darn good defense. Right. So I think uh, the Colts are going to lean on the defense. They're going to lean on Jonathan Taylor. And I think they can keep this to single digits. Okay. Man, I, I, I considered it. I, I just couldn't get there with the Colts. Probably a very yeah. <laughs> popular pick in Circus Survivor, Probably. my friend, the Dallas yeah. Cowboys. Availability, a. though. Availability I mean, yeah. is an issue. Actually, about half the field, I believe, still has the Dallas oh, Cowboys okay. available. Okay. Taking a look at that yeah. earlier this week, the Dallas Cowboys may be the very most popular pick in Circus Survivor. We will see about, uh, let's see, what, 20 minutes from now, we roll over into the football contest show. But more uh, pro football blitz coming up in just a moment. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Tired of restless nights? 
Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN Cyber Monday deal has been extended. Sign up today to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber and you will get a daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and the bets are moving for every game. Deep dive daily betting reports plus our upcoming College Bowl and Super Bowl betting guides. The new VEASAN Pro annual subscribers also get $30 credit in the VEASAN store. The VEASAN store is a great place to shop for VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, it's an extended Cyber Monday offer that won't last long, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at vcin.com slash subscribe. Final segment of the Pro Football Blitz, and then we roll over into the football contest show. Derek Stevens, Jeffrey Benson, they will reveal the most popular selections in Circa Survivor and Circa Million. That coming up here shortly. But we've got one more game to preview, and that is the Saints at the Buccaneers, the Monday Nighter, an NFC South rematch game. And you have to go all the way back to week two when the Buccaneers beat the Saints in New Orleans 20-10. to Now here in week 13, the Bucs come in at 5-7. and They're off of a loss in overtime to the Browns. And the Saints, they are off of being shut out by the 49ers last week, dropping their record to 4-8. and A lot on the line in this game, Mike, in this crazy NFC South division. Tampa Bay at home laying 3.5, 40.5 is your total. Yeah, a lot on the line. I mean, a lot going on in this game, too, uh, Brady. The Saints are going Andy Dalton in one of the biggest games of the year for the franchise. Yeah, I, mean, I know. Think about that. Let it's, that sink in. Very surprising. <laughs> Let that sink in. The thing is, though, even when Jameis was out there, he turned the ball over a mm-hmm. lot. Uh, that's not going to make a coach feel easy. I think he's a better quarterback, the better option, but you can't trust him because he's going to turn the ball over, and he can't turn the ball over. Andy Dalton um, has not really turned the ball over three total turnovers in the past five games. Uh, but the Saints can't execute and score <laughs> with Andy Dalton. Uh, they're so limited, man. And uh, obviously the turnovers really are really, really hurting this football team. I mentioned, what, 21? Killed them last <laughs> yeah, week. Yeah, last Fumble week. at the one-yard Killed line. us too, right? Yeah. Um, Kamara, come on, man. Um, but 21, I mean, it's, it's incredible, all the giveaways uh, for this football team. Uh, averaging just about 14.8 points per game. Um Five points per game if you factor in the last two, which I did that on purpose because they got shut out, which is embarrassing. But any type of creativity that Saints can come up with with Taysom, Andy Dalton, if he can uh, get the ball into the end zone, I think the Saints can win this game because I think defensively they really understand Tom Brady 
and a lot on the line for Tom Brady. This is his final year with Tampa. Mm-hmm. And you wonder where Tampa is in that locker room. Because you have older players. And you have Tom Brady about to walk away. Now, if we lose this game, we might lose the division, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but if we win, we're going to win a division, but we might have a losing record. But it doesn't matter. You're in the playoffs. Is, is that enough for Tom Brady? Because I thought with the influence of Tom Brady and what he's meant to this league and what he means to that football team, there was no way they were going to lose that game last week. Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's like the first time he's blown a seven-point lead in the right, fourth quarter right. forever. But, but he was off. Uh, he missed, I believe it was Godwin for open. It mm-hmm. could have been a touchdown. Um, him and Evans have been off kilter. Uh, and Evans hasn't played well uh, against the Saints in that defense, along with Tom Brady uh, in their career, too. I mean, look about it. Think about it. I think Evans has had 100-yard game and six touch uh, uh, and six. Uh, touchdown catches in 17 career games against New Orleans. Mm. Uh, so Evans is in a slump right now too. I think Dennis Allen has has Brady's number. Um, it's a chance to catch three and a half points, but I've stayed away from the Saints because I can't bet the Saints. <laughs> They're a tough one to figure <laughs> they are out. A tough for sure. one, but I lean, <laughs> I lean Saints in the points in this game though. The Buccaneers' average length of touchdown scored is 7.1 yards. That is ahead of only the Pittsburgh Steelers. Tampa Bay is 25th in red zone offense, and the Saints are third in red zone defense. And since coming to Tampa Bay, Tom Brady, you mentioned the dominance of the New Orleans Saints. Tom Brady has played in five regular season games against New Orleans. He's 1-4 and four straight up and against the spread in those games and also has seven touchdown passes and 11 turnovers in those five games. Uh, I think the Saints will find a way to stay within the number, Mike. I'm with you. The fact that they were shut out last week, I think they will respond off of that. You use the word embarrassed. Mm-hmm. I, I think that means a lot. Professional athletes certainly don't like to be embarrassed. I think they'll respond. My numbers come to Saints favored by a half point, Buccaneers minus one, and Buccaneers minus two. Uh, pretty tight there. I also believe that this will be a low-scoring game. There have mm-hmm. been four shutouts in the NFL this season. And the follow-up game to each of those games that was a shutout stayed under the total. Mm-hmm. I, I think a team that gets shut out, they, they, they're embarrassed. They want to bounce back. They focus on defense. And we know this Saints defense, in fact, has shut out Tampa Bay in the past. Uh, so I'm with you taking the points here. I was able to grab four uh, with the New Orleans Saints, and I also played it under the total. Uh, I've got uh, all kinds of action in this game. Yeah, I mean, Tampa's averaging about 18 points a game. They've lacked consistency offensively all year long. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now you're trying to find consistency against a defensive coordinator or a play caller, head coach that understands you and knows how to defend you. Um, I, I just, yeah, this is a tough game for me. I mean, all the way around as a better as a better. Uh, because I just I have not put my fingerprint on how to bet the Saints. When I think I know what to bet and I know what to go along with the Saints, I, I'm off. Uh, and then when I go against them, I'm off. And so I kind of yeah. just stay away uh, from this game. No, I, I think, and, and maybe that can be our pro tip mm-hmm. for this uh, second hour, is uh, some teams just give you fits. Yeah. And, and I remember having that with the Chicago Bears, where if I bet on them, they would lose. If I bet against them, they would lose. Mm-hmm. You know, Or they would win. Um, but, uh, no, I think that's a good thing. Teams that you just have a tough time figuring out, uh, stay away from them. You don't have to bet every game. You don't have to bet every team. And I think every sports better can can talk to that point that some teams are just tough for them to figure out, whether it's college football, pro football, baseball, you name it. Uh, I think there are teams that are just a bugaboo for some people. And I think, uh, you know, that, that can be the pro tip. You don't, yeah. you don't have it, – it's a good choice to stay away from them. Don't force yourself to try and figure them out. If you want another indicator on where the league is heading, because we know Tom Brady and, and Tampa has skewed it to the past – Almost 70% yeah, right. pass run selection. You have two teams that are struggling running the football, mm-hmm. uh, and these two teams are having trouble scoring. Yeah. I mean, there's <laughs> that, a correlation that's, that's there. That's very interesting. There's a correlation it? there. Yeah, I mean, Tampa Bay, they're 32nd in the league rushing the football, mm-hmm. uh, and they've been trouble scoring points. Uh, same thing, 22nd for the Saints. They turn the ball over a lot more times, too, but. Uh, in addition to not being able to run it, and these two teams struggle to score. Well, Tampa Bay 25th in red zone offense and the Saints 3rd in red zone defense. That's another reason Mm -hmm. I think this game could stay under the total. So 
I like the Saints catching the points, and again, this staying under the total. Right now, the total at 40.5. We'll see where that settles in on Monday night. Let's run over the card here, Mike, and see what both uh, we like and, and are not a, not simpatico on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are simpatico on the New York Jets. Mm-hmm. New York Jets catching three points against the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Denver and Baltimore, I don't think either one of us played this game. Mm-hmm. We're both staying away from that one. Uh, Pittsburgh and Atlanta. I, I like the Falcons here. I teased them up. Did you have a play in that one? Uh, I'm considering it. Okay, all right. <laughs> I am, because I do Former like team teaser and play yep. again. Uh, well, without the Broncos. Well, maybe. I mean, oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> that is a tough one. Without Seattle, obviously, but yeah. No, I do, I do like the Falcons as a, as a as a as a dog though. I think the Falcons or, will win or, the game. Or pick me, yeah, okay. I think the Falcons yep. will win the game. Yep. Uh, Tennessee and Philadelphia, no play for mm. either of us in this one. We both like the Tennessee side, but mm. the number is now gone. Um, still at four and a half, I, I I might take a shot, but you know I missed the five and a half, yeah. so I, I'm going to stay away. And there's not a huge difference between those two numbers, but uh, you know, again, sometimes you you just back away. You don't have to bet every game. Uh, Jacksonville and Detroit. Um, I teased Detroit up. This is one of those games where we said you could tease it either mm-hmm. way, yep. as long as you're getting it to plus seven. I like the Lions. I think they can evolve into something different offensively, which could pro- pose some problems for Jacksonville. Uh, Washington and the Giants. I teased the Giants to plus eight and a half. You kind of like the Commanders, I believe. Yeah, I, I, but I haven't bet it. I mean, it's just that matchup that's so daunting to the Giants with that defensive front right now. I worry commanders. about the Giants' yeah. offensive line okay. for sure. Yeah. I, I just think this is an urgency situation. Daniel Jones has really had his best success against the Commanders in his career. Mm-hmm. I think they have to win this game, and I, I, I think they'll find a way. I don't know if they'll win outright, but uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Uh, Cleveland and Houston uh, – just an ugly game. Uh, oh. I think we're both staying away from this one for a Possibly lot of reasons. Possibly teased the Browns down maybe, though. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking about that one. Well, it, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You can obviously tease them down to just a two-point favorite, mm-hmm. uh, even one and a half in some spots. Uh, the Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears, uh, I lean a little bit with the dog. No play uh, for either you or I there. Seattle teasing it down. I did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, opposite sides on this one. You like the Dolphins catching the points. I am on San Francisco laying the points. Uh, the Chargers and the Raiders, I don't think either of us have a play. Actually, I do have a play. I teased the Raiders up to plus eight and a half, or plus eight, rather. You could now tease the Chargers to plus eight. And uh, New Orleans and Tampa Bay, Indianapolis and Dallas, I do have a play on the Colts plus the points. And I have a play on New Orleans plus the points, as well as the under in that game. Thank you to Sharp Football Analysis, Dr. Bob Sports, Mark Lawrence, uh, for all the credit or for all the content that they provide that we reference on the show. We'll be back in just a moment with the football. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.